This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Okay, I think I'm ready. All right, let me just uh, switch this on. Oh, don't forget that the uh, fate of all reality hangs in the balance. Good to know. Here goes. People of Earth, the following podcast is not good. Uh, Real. It's not real. Also, the Hello from the Magic Tavern live show at the San Francisco Sketchfest occurs this Saturday, January 21st. Somehow, it's very close to sold out. So, if you missed getting tickets, or avoid San Francisco as a general rule, you're in luck because the show will be available to live stream from home. Think of it. You can watch a Magic Tavern live show without being seen in public watching a Magic Tavern live show. There's a future I can believe in. Link with all relevant information in the show notes. And now, sit back and enjoy the show. Hello from a new year from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. Seven and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast recorded here in the tavern, The Strange Familiar, in the town of Nibblebottom, at the base of the unnameable mountain in the magical land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chunt the Talking Bed. Ch- Chunt? Chunt! Uh, there's just a glass of water. Uh, I am also joined by my- Trumpets. Trumpets, where are the trumpets? Play the trumpets now! Trumpets? da 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 Ta-da! Whoa! Where did you fall from? What? I jumped off the top of Trongo's head into this glass of water. Just another one of Chun's stunts. 
Oh, deep bow, deep bow. Haha, mm-hmm. <laughs> wave to the crowd. Oh, flowers. Thank you so much. Flowers. So for listeners, just know, you didn't see any of this. We now have a giant giraffe here in the tavern. Shunt dove off the top into this glass of water. Well, you make it sound boring. Arnie, I dove off the top of a giraffe's head, and the giraffe has boat for legs. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry, listeners. The giraffe has boat for legs. Arnie, what do you think? What do you think about Chunt's stunts? Um, hmm. I, my only thing is about Chunt's stunts, you're putting yourself through a lot of danger. Okay. Uh, and the listener will not see any of it. Huh. Okay. This is this is the feedback I was looking for. So you're saying the stunts I should do should be more of the mind. I guess. I, look, I'm just saying. It's kind of like what you're doing is like, what if the people in Jackass just did that in their free time and didn't do it for a TV show? Like, why would you do that? Okay, trying to unpack this. The people of Jackass? I mm-hmm. think you're saying that wrong. Look, all I'm saying is imagine this. If we just talked about you doing crazy stunts and then later added sound effects, it would be the same effect. And why would anyone do that? Hmm. It's like saying the dogs of dumbass. I think it's more of a branding issue. I mean, Chun's mm-hmm. Stunts is a pretty good name, but what mm-hmm. about Super Chunt Osborne? Ooh, pretty good, but it feels like that would require some sort of outfit or something. I don't like wearing clothes. Hmm, what about Evil Chunt Weevil? You turn yourself into a bow weevil, and you become evil, and you do stunts. Ah, a bug. What if I was a weasel? Does that still work? Does that... Scan the mm. weasel, the weasel doing stunts, buddy. Mm, but you are a badger. I am a badger. You know what? Fuck you. I like chun stunts. All right. Are you sure? No. Polly sure? <laughs> oh, you've been to the shores of Polly? That's where a lot of people wash up. I'm not supposed to talk about that. Oh, never mind. Arnie, how are you doing? I feel like nobody ever asked that. How are you? Oh, thank you. You know, I've been good since we've gotten back to Nibblebottom. Uh, and it's a new year. I've been sort of going through my mail. And you know what? Since I became Foon's Greatest Warrior, I've gotten a lot of mail. Fan mail? Well, you know, a lot of it's hate mail, if I'm being oh. perfectly honest. Or, okay. no, that's not fair. It's more kind of threats. I've been getting a lot of threats. I have one here from... Uh, Skullmaster says he's going to come and kill me. Uh, I have one here from Krellbar. He says he's going to come and kill me. And here's the thing. I thought Krellbar was dead. Krellbar. Oh, someday I shall destroy him. How he doth vex me. Every time I think he's dead, he comes back. Here's one from the the glass maniac says he's going to come and kill me. I don't even know who that is. Oh, fuck. I wish I would have used that name. The glass maniac. I I dove into a glass of water. It was right there. The glass (laughs) maniac. Uh, Oh, wait, Arnie. Here's a letter. Oh, look at this. One day when I grow up, I'm going to kill you from three-year-old Timmy. Oh, Arnie, you're inspiring kids. Mm, It's adorable. Well, luckily, I've cast many uh, spells here to help protect us from the dangers outside. Uh, there's all sorts of magics and uh, and glamours and, and protection spells all around the tavern now. So, Arnie, you need not worry. Oh, wait, uh, Arnie, look, you sort of put up a cast list. It's all the... Ca- oh. Did I make the cast? Did, did I make what? a spell? We're not on it. Oh. You sir, why are we not on the cast list? No, 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 no. I think you're just so talented that I need you working backstage. 
couldn't you have told us in private? Why did you have to like publicly post? Yeah, this sucks. Oh my, how embarrassing! Now I have to act cool like I didn't care. Trogar's on the list. Why is Trogar on the list? Well, Trogar is a natural talent, a very beautiful singing voice, and of course, Trongo is a giraffe with a boat for legs. So, you guys can't do that. Also, you cast this three-year-old named Timmy. Oh yes. I was very inspired by his letter. Well, he, he, it was impressive how he wrote it out phonetically. Yes, it was impressive. I wonder if there's some secret hidden there within those phonetic spellings. Some ancient magics that only a child's mind can envisage. When I glow up, like he spelled it like that. But now I'm tired and I'm hungry because I've been trying to cast spells of all sorts all day and I've got this whole show to put up and I just, now I just need to, I just need a snack. And you have that scarf. Where'd you get that big scarf? Well, a friend of mine was coming through town, and he said, Yusodoa, I no longer need this scarf. Uh, shall you uh, wear it in my stead? And I said, oh, most certainly. He was oh. just really invested in someone wearing it. He was just invested in someone wearing it. And I don't think it's an <sighs> affectation to throw it around whenever I'm mm. directing the show. You're knocking glasses off the table behind you every time I you throw that scarf over don't your shoulder. Know what <laughs> Anyway, I'm so hungry. Uh, I would go to the bar, but luckily we have a, a little bowl of apples here, so I'm just going to grab one of these guys and bite right into it. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey. So, sorry. Sorry. Somebody, um, did anyone no, see that? Is that Timmy? Yeah. No, hi. I, I'm here. Hello? I'm, oh. You're holding me? You Wait. almost bit me. Oh. You, you just almost bit me, you which snore. is no big deal. It's you honestly, snore. it's no big deal. You oh, snore. Is your thumb talking? No, idiot. It's the apple. I wasn't going to bite my thumb. I, okay. I, again, it's no big deal, but I'm not an apple. I'm not an apple. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, good sir. I, I Oh, ass- is this like, Esau, is this like when you made me that pipe that kept saying, I am not a pipe? And it was just being so weird? Yeah, it's a little bit like that, I, I imagine. Uh, good, a friend, uh, if thou art not an apple, uh, thou doth bear some resemblance. Uh, are you some manner of creature we have not yet encountered here, Yenfoon? Uh, I guess so. I mean, I, look, I'm definitely the size, shape, color, and flavor of an apple, but I'm mm. not an apple. I'm an apple. Wait, wait. You're the flavor of an apple, too? How do you know that? You've tasted it. Well, a lot, a lot of my friends and family mm, have been eaten, been and they, they've gotten pretty good wow. reviews overall. Um, okay. That's what I hear. Oh. I hear that we taste exactly like apples, but we're not apples. I'm an apple. I, I, and again, hate, it's no big deal. It's honestly I, no big deal. I hate to ask this. Marty, seconds. Don't, don't say what's apple. Please don't say what's up. Okay, well, let me think of a different question. All right, this one's far worse. When a family member gets eaten and the reviews come out, but they're positive. Oh, that's a great question, Arnie. How does that feel? Like, are you glad at least it's a good review or does that make it worse? You know, I try to look at things positively, you know? So, like, sure, when, when my brother got eaten, at first I was like, this sucks. This honestly sucks that my brother yeah, got completely yeah. eaten. Completely eaten? Core out. and everything? <laughs> well, wait, core hold on. Arnie, yeah. you're making assumptions. Do apples have cores? Uh, we have hearts. There you go. Okay. And we have we have uh, core muscles. Do you know any Banunus? <laughs> I know a few Banunus, and honestly, they're just so negative. They're so negative, mm-hmm. and I don't like to surround myself with neg- negative apples or negative banunus. I try to keep it upbeat, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say this, and everyone hates it when I say this, but huh. I personally believe that when an apple gets eaten, it's pretty much always because of negative thinking, you know? They're like, oh, I look exactly like an apple. Everyone knows that we taste exactly like apples. Somebody's going to eat me. 
Okay. And it's like, if you don't think that way, it won't happen. It sounds a bit like victim blaming to me, uh, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. Look, uh, you know your life, and you know your people. I am unfamiliar yeah. with the Upple people, uh, but are they familiar with me? And is there a name that they that they would call Usador? Perhaps something like. Uh, uh, having an is that a blue? name? <laughs> blue Cobblemancer. Uh, doesn't ring any bells, to be totally honest. Well, you can you start using that. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, what's what's your name? Uh, my name's Corey. Corey the Apple. Huh, yeah. I like that. But you don't have a core. You have core muscles and a heart. I have core muscles, yeah, and th- those help me, like, w- when I go uh, paddleboarding. <laughs> oh, an outdoorsman. Do you, um, do you have seeds? That's um, a very sh- forward question. Shunt, my goodness. What? Everyone's thinking it. And that's that's an Ani question. Just because you are very publicly willing to say that you had one sperm that you poked in. No, yeah. I don't want to go into the details. And imagine, Shunt, if someone came up to you and asked you if you had your name. Touche. If you want to answer, do you have seeds? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have seeds. Are they potent? I don't know, because I've never found a partner who's who's quite at my oh. level as far as, you know, positive thinking, positive wow. energy, keeping it positive, upbeat all the time. And it's just every time I go out and, you know, try and date out in the forest, yeah. it's just every apple I know is just terrified mm. of all times of getting eaten. And it's such a, it really harshes my mellow, so to speak. Yeah. That reminds me of a recurring segment I keep meaning to have on the podcast. What is your sex like? So, so, so you're asking, like, what kind of how does upple sex work? Sure. Yeah. Do you get up insider? <laughs> well, well, female upples are uh, about uh, two apples taller than male upples. Oh. So we do have to get up inside mm-hmm. of the, um, the female Interesting upples. you measure in apples. <laughs> it's just a convenient unit of measurement that sure. we, we, we use because mm-hmm. there are so many apples everywhere. We're surrounded by apples. Uh, we just happen to look exactly like that. But huh. a great way that you can sort of like a rule of thumb for telling the difference between an apple and an apple mm-hmm. is is that apples grow on trees, whereas I came out of my mommy's vagina. Oh. Does that help? Yeah. Mm, that does. I that mean, does. I, I suppose if I'm there at the moment you're born, it helps. Uh, beyond that, it's it's not as helpful as you might think. Okay, okay. Well, I, you know, I, I'm trying that out just because it's it's really something I'm trying to get out there, like the difference between apples and apples, and I haven't been yes. able to come up with mm-hmm. a lot of differences beyond just the, the whole mommy's vagina thing. Right, and then your okay. internal organs are somewhat different, but again, not useful unless you're dissected. And then, uh, mm-hmm. but, Yeah. Do, do you suppose that apples and apples have some common ancestor, and that's why you, uh, on the surface, appear so similar? Hmm... I mean, it's definitely possible because I know I know a lot of apples who have like had sustained romantic relationships with with apples. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we're talking, mm-hmm. Ani. That's just like that movie you told us about that you said was your favorite movie, James and the Giant Peach. I think so. Is that the one where you fucked the pie? Not me. There's <laughs> yeah, no well, I movie. Thought, oh, I thought that you was said, you. You said you fucked a pie, uh, but not in a movie. Now, what's a movie? That sounds so interesting to me. Oh, I don't want to talk about Earth stuff. I, I'm so fast. I, I, you know, word travels through the grapevine, so to speak, about different worlds and dimensions vine. out there. 
Yeah. And I, I've, heard, uh, I've heard some rumors about what goes on out in Earth, and it's just mm-hmm. so interesting to me. It's something I'm really fascinated by. I once was also fascinated by Earth, but uh, honestly, it doesn't really live up to the hype. Yeah, Arnie, really? we should say, you, Sora, and I, when you tell us anything about Earth, we blab about it all over town. So there's a lot of misconceptions about what Earth is and isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey, what have you heard a movie is? I've heard that there are there are be like beings of great stature in Earth who mm-hmm. some occasionally must not go to their job of being very important, and sometimes somebody of lesser stature comes in and shows many small humans something called a movie instead of teaching a lesson. Is what I've basically heard is the primary function of movies. Yeah, I could not yeah, it makes sense. It's r- like the time wrong. I tried what? to explain to you guys Donald Duck and Math Magic Land. Yes, and of course there was that time you tried to explain that your teacher showed you the movie version of Romeo and Juliet uh, and didn't realize that there were uh, naked female breasts in it. Arnie, do you think that's something we should start doing on this podcast, announcing when there's nudity to help draw people back in? I guess so. I don't know, though. We'd be stopping the show constantly if we pointed out every instance of nudity that's happening, like, nearby. I'm naked right now. So is Trongo. Heck, I've never stunts. worn clothes. I've never worn clothes. You've ever. never worn clothes. You never. No. Not even for fun. Not, not even. It does look fun. I've heard that there, there are many movies. That's how it's pronounced. Where, where people like try on different outfits, and there's mm-hmm. something called a montage. I think is what they said. Mm-hmm. Are, and are you thinking what I'm fun. thinking? I know. We got to get them some upper bottom jeans. Well, let's take a quick break. Let's see if we can't magic up some jeans, Usador. Oh, and, boy, uh, this has been a dream of mine to wear jeans. Oh, and I, I guess as we go to break, Arnie, you mentioned Donald Duck. You also mentioned before Duck. someone named Daffy Duck, and you said the difference is Daffy Duck can have his beak shut off and he lives, but if Donald lost his beak, he'd die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really incredible how often we talk about Donald Duck. Anyway, magical montage. are after all, ta-da, ta-da! This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. 
Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Usador, I've been meaning to mention this. Uh, Or or introduce me? I haven't even been introduced in the podcast yet. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. My other co-host, he's dead, still, Usador the Blue. I was Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trakas. The elves knew me as Fianyalic, the dwarves knew me as Zonin and Huxtangis, and I was known in the northeast as Gasminius Maystar. But now that I have completed my true purpose, I exist here in this poltergeist form where I shall continue to fight for the forces of good. And think about New Year's resolutions. Uh Uh-oh. It's that time of year again for us to fail to live up to expectations. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know what I'm going to try to do this year? Just real quick. This is just mine. Some of the mail I've been getting is people requesting to be saved from things. Like a team of vampires attacked my town. Or... A team of vampires? Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. They're really working together. They're organized. And they have supplies. I think they're like a, a baseball team of vampires. Oh, huh. terrifying. That's my New Year's resolution. To at least look into helping out that town. Arnie, it looks like a lot of people are also writing letters, if I'm looking through this pile correctly. It looks like a lot of people need to You're be looking s- through that pile in a weird way. Sorry, those are just my eyes. It looks like a lot of people need to be saved from debt. Mm. A lot of people are asking for money, Arnie. Yeah, and some people have money that's just they can't get access to, but if I can give them a little bit of money, then they'd get a large amount. And I I mean, I can make a lot of money. How about these princes? Do you get like a per diem or a stipend or something for being the greatest warrior in Foon? That's a good question. Usador, is there any like financial upside to being the greatest warrior in all of Foon? The compensation for being the greatest warrior in Foon is the satisfaction of knowing that you are doing good and helping those in need. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, here comes Corey, and he's wearing his new jeans. Or I guess it's more just like a tube. I guess it's more of a jean. Hello. Mm-hmm. How do I look? Pretty good, right? Pretty good, yes. Yeah. I mean, not not to, uh, you know, uh, run this into the ground, but it, it does help distinguish you from an apple. It does. Ah. Let's see the whole thing. Let's see an apple turnover. Let's see the back. <laughs> there it is. There's wow. the back. Now turning slowly around, back to the front, and then now I'm facing front again. Okay, and give the stem a little shake for us. Ooh, Are you willing to shave? (laughs) I'm sorry, willing to peel. I'm an asshole. (laughs) Uh, This is really like, I can't believe no one's ever thought of this. No one in the Upple community has ever thought to put a tube of denim around us because not only does it distinguish us from apples who we are not mm-hmm. but it also you know who who's gonna bite through denim to get to our delicious oh. delicious insides you know yes that's very true uh and, and may i also add it looks quite attractive that looks so attractive you sir, you magic that think about it a tube of denim a todd and the tagline is who's gonna bite through denim you sir you have a hit uh, you've branded your own clothing line you you got to keep making these. Uh, uh, Corey, uh, you and I could go into business together, I suppose, selling uh, these denim tubes to your 
your friends and family. Uh, I would only ask that you give me a small portion of the profits you make, and if you invite two of your friends to help uh, sell them as well, they could give you a small portion of their profits, and then you'd give me a small portion of all the profits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds great. I, I know that so many apples that I know would love this product. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing is that we, we use as currency, we use twigs. So I don't know if that's, if, you know, if that's so you, what you're hoping for. You use twigs? Yeah. Huh. We just use twigs just because they're around. Yeah. So it's like if you need to buy something, you can just look around, grab a few twigs, and it's it's actually pretty easy. So Okay. Does anybody try to earn twigs then? If you can just find them everywhere? There, there are some people who are kind of twig barons who um, kind of hoard a lot of the twigs mm, in, in yeah. a particular part of the forest. But usually they just kind of blow away off of their stack and, you know, you can just yeah. find them anyway. Okay, Usador, this is just a hurdle. We lean into it. We have Usador's Twig and Tall, where you can buy your own Tods. Arnie, we're going to double down on this. In our merch store, can we get a pair of human jeans, and on the ass it says, who would bite through denim? I guess so, but we could also just sell denim tubes, and they're probably cheaper to make, and perverts would buy them. Perverts. We always neglect the perverts in our merch store. (laughs) Well, no longer. Do we? (laughs) Who do you think buys those Get Nuts shirts? What? We got to make Speedos, Arnie. Speedos. Get Nuts Speedos. Listener, if you are currently listening to this episode and wearing a Get Nuts shirt as you're listening, verbally acknowledge that you're a pervert. No matter where you're at. On the train, in front of your family, it matters not. Doing pervert stuff. Apple, I have to ask, uh, what is the conversion rate of twigs to gold? Um, you know, it kind of depends on the day. Uh, well, there was a day last week where I was able to exchange one twig for three bars of gold. What? Yeah. Fuck? But I didn't have any use for it, so I just kind of tossed it in the pond, the, the bars. Because I, I need twigs, right? I need twigs. Mm. I don't even know why I did that deal. It was such a bad deal for me. Um, but then there are other times where, you know... 5,000 twigs is like half a doubloon. It's just, yeah. it's the volatility is so mm-hmm. crazy. It's really hard to keep track of. I got friends that like went to Apple uh, Business School that uh, can probably explain it better than I can. So twigs are a part of a, a tree, which is sort of a, a, a chain when you think about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have big blocks of trees in the forest. So these blockchains, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of a, a new type of currency, uh, these twigs, I suppose. Deregulated yeah, and, so. and doesn't follow under the same rules as gold. Uh, that's that's interesting. I'm intrigued. Seems yeah, like it's pretty. In, it is pretty interesting. But you know, again, I I mostly just scoop them off the forest floor and then I just mm. like mm-hmm. you know frolic so, about. <laughs> sure. So you spend time free. frolicking's free. So oh, that's true. But you, so you spend some time mining for twigs, but then the rest of your time is yours. Yeah, that's kind of the beauty of it. Is that you know you can just like. Set it and forget it, right? Just set your exactly. twig trap. Well, Apple, you've just... been an absolute delight to have on the show. I, I uh, must you, comment. You saw... oh, yeah. uh, he is an Apple. His name is Corey. Oh, I'm so sorry. Corey. Ah, excuse me. That was so Honestly, rude. just not being called an Apple is so refreshing that I didn't even mm. notice. Just no. If you, you were to call him, you, just call him Wizard. Just be like, hey, Wizard, get, get back at him. Is it true that you're a ghost? Did I hear that right? Are you a ghost of some sort? Uh, yes, because I've completed my true purpose, and I died and ascended uh, since I finally uh, murdered the Dark Lord. I'm definitely really a ghost. It's not a scam. It's not uh, a thing that I'm doing to hide out from the fact that I didn't actually do what I was supposed to do. 
I'm definitely super a ghost. Really, totally. Yeah, you can put your hand through me and everything. I think the, the number of times you said definitely is what convinced me. I, yes, I found that that's a very useful tool. Sometimes you say something and people don't believe it, and I say, no, definitely, yeah. it is true. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, mean, definitely. It's, it's, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You're definitely a ghost, I'm convinced. Thank you, yes, of course. And I no. think your, your, your new system of, uh, of currency is definitely going to work and definitely going uh, to make us a lot of money. You know, I think no matter what happens with this currency system, all I know is that I'm keeping it positive. My eyes are straight ahead at, at the future. Every time the sun rises, I'm like, wow, I have not been eaten yet. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That rules. As long as the sun sets without me being eaten, that's a good day. Absolutely. Hey, Arnie and you, sir. Hey, psst, psst, psst. Okay. Yeah. hey guys. Um, he's like intensely positive, right? And yeah. Yes. Kind of makes me suspicious. I hate to say it. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate to say it, too. I hate to hear it. Mm. But, but I'm also intensely positive. I'm always thinking about all the great deeds we can do. Yeah, yeah I'm sort of, of enjoying it. Yeah, you're full of shit. Is that what you said, Arnie? What? Yeah. What? How dare you? How dare you? See? See, you're indignant. You went from positive to indignant. But this guy's just positive. But in a way where I'm like, fuck you. All right. right? Let's, fine. Let's try to piss him off. I, I've been trying. Yeah, let's. Uh, hey, Corey. Um, you definitely. Hey, Hey, buddy, not much. Hey. You definitely have a worm sticking out of you. Is that, um, I think it's a worm. Is that your penis? Oh, this? I got him, guys. I got him. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's it's my penis. Oh, oh. no. Is this an <laughs> Applejack situation? Yeah, no, that's that's definitely my penis. It's definitely always been my penis. Oh, okay. It's, you should move that tube of denim around to cover that, I think. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, is this, a, is this a zipper? Is that what this is called? I should zip this up, right? Yeah, zip that up. That'll, that'll help okay. with that. There. Now my penis, which is what that was, not a worm that's currently eating through my body, will not be exposed to the rest sure, of you. I'm so sure, sorry sure, about sure. that. That was uh, inappropriate. Also, Corey, I was looking through these messages that I got, and uh, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I got your girlfriend's phone number. My honey? Whoa. How do you like those apples? <laughs> Artie, why'd you slam it against the table like that? I just it just seemed like the right thing to do. You got my honey's number? Mm-hmm. Oh, she in uh, hu- Honey Crisp? <laughs> yeah. You must actually know her because you know her last name. It's, it's just in this message. In this message, she's, she keeps saying that she's golden del- and delicious. It's very forward, oh. this message. Huh. That is? Usador. Huh. I noticed right after Arnie slammed on that letter with the phone numbers and said, how do you like them apples? My eye was caught by the back room of the bar. You know that big chalkboard we have with that math problem on it? Yes, I do. Zero plus one? Yes. Someone solved it. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah guys, a- I, I overheard you. I erased the chalkboard. <laughs> just run back there. It's like, why hasn't anyone thought of this before? I just erased it. Arnie, we, we've been waiting for someone to solve that math problem for years. For a long time. The only way to win is to not try. Huh? Uh, can I just say that I'm not pissed? I'm not pissed. Oh, I'm actually, really? I'm actually totally fine with my honey um, messaging you all those naughty things, uh, even though she's never said anything remotely that naughty to me in our exchanges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, if that's what happens, that's what happens. You know, I'll roll with it. Was this the apple that I thought might have been the apple for me? Sure. Did I see mm-hmm. myself having a, a whole bushel with, with her? Fought, yes, absolutely. But... I can't tell her what to do, and if she's going to be um, using what was it that you call it a phone to send you these 
naughty messages that, you know, that's her, that's her prerogative and I'm actually fine with it. I'm looking at the letter as well and she ends the letter F-U-J-I and then it says, fuck you, jerk idiot. Huh. Wait, was that intended for me or for, or for him? Or, or for me. <laughs> There's a lot to parse in this letter. Guys, I just wrote it. I just wrote it down now. I'm oh, trying to piss him off. I see. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I figured like a good acronym would be Fuji. Fuck you, jerk idiot. Yeah, it's a great acronym. Let's <laughs> thank let's, you. Guys, guys, can we agree? We're going to keep using that. <laughs> Fuji. <laughs> Corey, uh, I think you're yeah. I think you're dumb and that you suck. Nice. You know, some people say that being dumb is actually one of the smartest things you can be. Because if you're dumb, you actually don't even know all the things that are bad, and therefore you're actually smart at being positive. Oh, yeah. You, sir, that's right. The old catchphrase, ignorance is tits. Yes. What's this again? Ignorance is tits. It just means that if thou art truly a simpleton, uh, you sort of sup on life, and it sort of uh, allows you to pass through it uh, unencumbered. Uh, you just uh, suck at the teat of life, and, mm. uh, and, and, and nothing uh, slows you down. Mm-hmm. You know, passing through unencumbered reminds me of how uh, also like apples are very high in fiber. And uh, th- that's just another like obstacle that we've encountered is that we actually sure. mm-hmm. really help people digest everything else that they're eating when they eat us. But, you know, again, I think of it as like, hey, that's cool. Now, a, sec- if- a, s- a second ago, I said yeah. you were a, a dumb, stupid idiot. Sure. Yeah. And then and then right after that, you start talking about what apples do and and. Before, I, let me be honest. I didn't mean what I said. But now I'm beginning oh, to okay. mean it. Oh. That I think you're a dumb, okay. stupid idiot. Because oh. because if you want to be separated from apples, why do you keep talking about all of the things <laughs> that make apples exactly like apples? It's just so hard to talk about anything else just because we are, we are basically 99.999% exactly like apples, except for the whole coming out of my mommy's vagina thing. Like, yeah. that's really the only thing that, that d- mm. But that is a pretty big difference. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, look, to be honest, though, we don't know what else came out of his mommy's vagina. That's fair. I gotta say, if I was biting into an apple and then I saw its vagina, I'd be thrown. Yes, I would be quite quite vexing. Uh, you I was know just thrown hearing you say that sentence. See? So it seems like the main differences are, one, mm-hmm. vaginas. Apples have vaginas. Yeah. Not a phrase I ever thought I'd say. And two, there's a U instead of an A in your name. Oh, yeah. So the, yeah. those seem to be it's- the only two differences, as far as I can tell. And also core muscles versus an apple core. I guess that's yes. kind of yes, 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 third yes. difference. And yeah. female apples are bigger. They're, they're quite a bit bigger. They're and about you, two apples taller than us. Yeah. So if you saw taller. two, an apple that was like two or three apples big, you'd be like, that's a big fucking apple. And as a vagina. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, actually, it's pretty much exclusively male apples that get eaten because the female mm. apples are so weird and tall that mm. people just assume mm. that there's something wrong with this apple. But no, it's just a female apple. Hmm. Corey, I do have to ask, what do uh-huh. what do apples eat? Eat. Hmm. Huh. Eat. Or absorb or Yes, what 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 is your sustenance? Yeah, how are you alive? Huh. Well, when I was a baby apple, I suckled oh, I on my mommy's apple teat. Big versus tits. So you're a mammal. Alright, we've established that. <laughs> right. Guys, this is I think there's a lot more scientific accuracy than I would have expected in this episode. Yeah, grapes are eggs. 
I, I can't honestly say, because I'm just always go, 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 you know? Like, I get up. Do you want me to run you through, like, my day? Kind of Please. what my schedule is? Yeah, sure, yeah. So I, like, I get rustled awake usually about 6, 7 in the morning by someone who wants breakfast, right? Who's trying to eat me. And I say, no, wait, I'm not an apple. I'm an apple, et cetera, et cetera. You kind of already saw that whole deal yeah, play yeah, out, yeah. right? So then I go for a jog around the pond. For you guys, that would probably not be much of a jog because it's a pretty small pond. For me, it's basically an ultra marathon every single morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so then I do that. Then I have, oh, okay. When, when you say eat, you mean like stuff that you put in your mouth and chew and swallow and digest? Yeah, I guess what if the, you want to get fuck else uh, literal about it. What the fuck is this? Okay, well, Corey, problem. you're making us so mad, and I'm sorry about it. And I'm yeah, to be clear, me? we have villains on this podcast all the time. There are people who have stabbed me and almost killed me, and they've still been on a couple times. But Corey, Dang. you're making us a lot madder than that. Fuji, honestly, I can't say it enough. Fuji, <laughs> Corey, Fuji. you know what? I do want to hear more about your day. But before we before we hear more about your day, what's your biggest flaw? There we go. Biggest flaw. My biggest flaw, I guess, is probably that I just, um, I'm too positive. Fuck. I'm just oh, too positive. No, no, no. Let's take a break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So, Corey, can we hear... Mm-hmm. Can we hear about the rest of your routine after you jog around the pond in an ultra marathon? Sure, yeah. So that's when I have breakfast, I guess is what you would call it. So I have usually a dozen eggs. A dozen? About, yeah, raw. A dozen raw eggs fit inside of you, even though you're the size of an owl. <laughs> I digested pretty quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these yes. are eggs? They're not like Uggs with a big floppy dick or something? <laughs> uh, no, they're chicken's eggs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's always raw. Everything we eat is raw because if we get too close to a flame or any sort of cooking implement, we end up being pies most of the time. And oh. that's just something that we really want to avoid. So that would be an apple pie, not an, an apple, apple pie. pie. How do I tell the difference between an apple pie and an apple pie? Or at the that point, pie, is the difference irrelevant? I mean, at that point, it's mostly irrelevant, irrelevant but you might have to pick a, an apple vagina out of your teeth. Mm. Is that too gross? <laughs> No, it's just the truth. You're just telling me. It's just uh, my facts. truth. You know, it's I'm just, just, it's just my truth. Yes. Uh, truth. As irritating as it is, I, I can't deny that that is the truth for you. Um, and again, mostly female apples don't get eaten because they're so freakishly tall. So. Mm-hmm. What a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> for who? I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I, I guess like most apple pies are basically, there's almost 
I would say there's zero difference between an apple pie and an apple pie. In fact, if there is a difference, is that an apple pie is actually a little bit tastier. Is what I've heard. It's just okay. the reviews are just so glowing every time mm. uh, I hear about them, you know. I think this motherfucker's been eating other apples. I swear to goddesses. I swear to goddesses. Oh. Right? Yeah. He keeps bringing it back to how apples are so tasty. So I mean, we're juicy. We're succulent. See? Oh. Uh, I've heard that just like when somebody bites into one of us, an apple, just the juice dribbling down their chin, it's just like it's nectar. It's what I've heard. It's what I've heard. Corey, uh, uh, do you still have, uh, is all your family still with us? Your, 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 your parents and uh, do you have any siblings? Uh, I mean, most of them have gotten eaten, but my granny Smith is still with us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She's a little bit sour these days. Yeah. Tart, um, tart old lady. <laughs> Yeah, she's one of those green hairs, you know, so oh, yeah. she's uh, she's just kind of shuffling around the pond. It takes her the entire day. Her routine is easy. It's just one lap around the pond, which is still an ultra marathon, which is crazy, like, yeah. at her age. But, yeah, she's pretty much it as far as my family. I hate to be rude, but uh, mm-hmm. I suppose I don't know how long apples live if they aren't devoured. How, how old is your grandmother? Oh, she's uh, a couple seasons old, yeah. Oh, oh, multiple seasons. So you, you yourself are only then a few months old, one season old. Yeah, I'd say I'm a season old. Yeah, I don't remember anything beyond uh, this season. Okay. Uh, so you have a relatively short lifespan uh, when compared to like a human or... I don't like to think of it that way. Like short. Now, what is a short mm-hmm. life, you know? To well, me... yours. Sure, right. Like, in pure mathematics, right, sure. Relative to right. any other kind of living thing, like, you guys are, you guys look to be hundreds of years old. Huh? So, like, compared to you guys, it's, sure, it's short, quote, unquote. But I think that if you live your life to the fullest as an upple, it can be as long as you want to be. You know, it can be. Okay, but that just isn't true. Just saying that doesn't fucking make it true. Yeah, your fucking positive platitudes don't track, my dude. I mean, mean, there's a certain immutable laws that the goddesses put in place with their magic. Sure, and, you know, I'm I'm not super religious, you know? Like, like I believe that there are goddesses, right? Yeah, I've met them. I believe that there are goddesses, but I don't think that there are goddesses like on a big throne with like a big white beard, you know? Like that's not what I think of. Wow. All three of the goddesses so... definitely have a throne and they all definitely have big white beards. So progressive of me. <laughs> if they this want mo- to, this... they have lots of different aspects. Look, Eusidor, to be fair, just because you say you've met the goddesses, that's uh-huh. not going to convince someone that doesn't believe. I mean, back on my world, I've been on like public transit and people have told me they've met God and I didn't believe them. I think it's a little bit different here uh, in the fact that, you know, uh, magic is in front of all of us. And uh, and occasionally when uh, something, the shit really goes down, maybe one of the goddesses comes flying out of the sky in one of the golden chariots and sets a building on fire or, or, or smites someone. You, know, you never know what the fuck they're going to do. So Arnie said public transit, which means there's a hidden transit? That's the detail that you latched on to? And I should say, I've also met the goddesses. Wait, What? What? You've I met the goddesses, be- and you don't believe in them? Yeah. They all, they all tried to eat me. And honestly, that kind of soured me on the goddesses as far as believing them. So I just decided not to believe in them, you know? If the goddesses deemed me worthy to devour, I would gladly become their meal. Lay me down before them with an apple or an apple in my mouth, 
and oh. cook me till I am cooked through, and then oh, uh, no. let the goddesses dig in there with their knives and their forks. Oh. So they are divine creatures who have d- d- created the entire world. A user is taking off his robe. He's got <laughs> he's got weird wizard lingerie on. Slather me in butter and and let my body become their sustenance. See, you know, I wish I could be like you. You know, I wish I could offer myself up to be eaten like that because I've heard I'm so delicious. There like it is. One- <laughs> there it is. Jealousy. See, he's not infallible. He's not perfect. He's jealous. But ultimately, at the end uh, of the day, fuck. <laughs> look, guys, guys, guys. Look, it's simple. I just figured it out. What? We kill him? He's young. Oh, uh, he's just really young. That's why he's so positive. He just recently decided to be an atheist. He's young. Yes, yeah. I, I. When I was young, I was even more uh, hopeful and more uh, uh, wide-eyed than I am now. And I suppose that uh, this this sin of youth can be forgiven. Yeah, he's just at that annoying age of being young. He's probably like two days away from becoming a libertarian or something. Yeah, I remember when I was young, and I, I felt like every time I heard about one of the world's problems, I'd just be like, "You idiots! I know the answer." And it would have been something I just read in like a book. And I just regurgitate it, and I'd feel so smart. Yeah, when I was young, I read books too. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, and I read books too. I'm saying, yeah, I, I read a ton of books. Yeah, I can read and write. All right, all right, everyone. Uh, well, can read. yes, well, all right. Everyone Let's all write to prove it. Everyone can read and write. I'm very proud of both of you boys. You're, you guys are talking about reading. To me, reading doesn't even it doesn't even matter what's actually on the page. You know. Like, if you're looking at what? a page, and you see all these squiggles, and yeah. you don't know what they mean. <laughs> it's just the vibe you get from the book. That's the most important thing. It's a vi- books mm-hmm. are vibes. What? What, are you, what, the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? You, of course so it matters what's in the book. You're too old to understand. See, I kind of understand, because look, I at least, there, I have a sort of youthful spirit, so I can at least kind of understand what Corey's talking about. Look, back in my day, okay, all boomer we did, voice. all we did... <laughs> was scribe spell after spell into our books until our hands bled, and we were grateful to have those books full of spells. Now people write books about all sorts of bullshit, like uh, The Loneliest Boy Who Ever Lonely, or whatever that one was that they made mittens out of. Uh, it's just insane. What, one of my Apple friends gave me this really interesting scroll by this guy named Richard the Wise, and he's kind of what kind of turned me on to this whole thing of like the goddesses aren't real, or if they are real, they're not in a thr- on thrones like with big long white hair. Yes. And this was after I'd already met them again. But I was like, the arguments were so compelling that Richard the Wise kind of put forth in this scroll that now I just tell everyone like, oh, you need to read this scroll. If you like Richard the Wise, can I turn you on to another scroll? Have you read sure. um, the Coward Zinn? The coward Zinn, he just really, like, what we think is history is not history. Like, in Foon, there's yeah. some fucked up shit that we don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, that's on my list. That's on my list yeah. for sure, is some, uh, yeah. Upple's history of Foon. Because the coward Zinn is an Upple. He's one of the most famous Upples. Oh, he's an Upple. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's so negative about being an Upple and so negative about, try, you know, being eaten. So that's why, you know, you've, he's a recluse, right, in the literary yeah. community. <gasps> oh, Corey. Oh, buddy. Turn around a little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a bruise. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you're getting old. Yeah. You're starting you to get turn. a bruise. You're starting to turn, no, no. buddy. I, am I the only one that's noticed there's kind of a lot of little bugs flying around? Wow, the kind of starting to go bad. Oh, these little like gnats or whatever. 
That, no, no, that's um, you, uh, you know what I, you know what I think of, you know what I call a bruise. What, what like, do you call? If a we bruise? must, a bruise is just a pre-healed peel. You know, uh, kind of hard to spin that. <laughs> I think you're really hurt. No, no, it's just pre-healed. Makes Fuji sound pithy. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, while you come to grips with uh, your aging reality, Arnie, do you have any emails? I do. Let's see here. And of course, listeners, you can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address, and I'll be able to read it because I can read. Here's now, an email. email. I, I've heard that that's primarily how princes in faraway lands receive funds. Is that correct? Oh, well, actually, that's through uh, Patreon, which also you can message us through our <laughs> Patreon. So please go to patreon.com slash magictavern. Uh, here's a message. Hello, Arnold, Lil Squish, and Biscuit Meniscus. I was re-listening to some episodes, and during the staff party at Jizzle Knob Academy, Season 3, Episode 20, Biscuit notes that it is a well-known fact that ghosts cannot talk about art. I thought that this would be useful information in case someone were to masquerade as a ghost. Don't die. Bert, you can say my name. Well, of course, ghosts can't talk about art. Uh, Usador, Usador. Have you fucked this up at any point? Well, I mean, he's talked about our podcast, but he's still safe, right? That's almost entertainment. I wouldn't classify it as art. Usador, uh, if you've talked to anyone, can you remember talking about art at any point in the last year or so? I don't know. I Maybe. I, it doesn't matter. Look, ghosts can't talk about art. They're preoccupied with other things. Uh, they don't really have a good point of view about it because like, you show them a piece of art and you're like, doesn't that make you think about life and the meaningless of life or whatever? And they're like, yeah, I'm dead. Who gives a shit? I, when I say they can't talk about art, I mean they're not good to talk about art with. Oh, they don't know what they're talking They're talking. They don't know ass. what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. Okay, yeah. So you're not good to talk to, so you've been keeping up the scam as a ghost really well. How dare you? Upple's relationship to art is mostly uh, our peels are kind of mushed into paint and used... To paint on canvases, We're, we mostly provide, you know, red, yellow, green, those kinds of colors to a lot of local artists. So I'm not a big art guy either. You're just a sentient apple, is is what I'm hearing. No, no, I'm an apple. This is like someone explaining how they're not a hipster. I hate this. <laughs> I mean, he even has the word "up" in his name. It's just grating. I'm an apple. Well, I um. I think we should end the episode, Ani, and um, if next week we're enjoying a cobbler or a Mm, pie, just know that Apple left right after this episode and is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, What what are you guys talking about? (laughs) I just say next week if the listeners tune in, which they might not, and we're enjoying a delicious apple cobbler, Mm -hmm. they should just understand that Mm -hmm. you left right. after this episode and you are totally fine because you're an apple right not an apple. yeah i'm an apple not an apple yeah. so if it's an apple cobbler that's has got nothing to do with me yeah. right and, and also totally unrelated we should probably end the episode right now because we've generally gotten feedback that many of our listeners don't enjoy listening to the sound of people eating oh mm-hmm. you guys what are you guys gonna have you guys are gonna eat after this where, where, where are you guys going grab him Thank you.
How many guests of your own podcast have you eaten, Michael Barbaro? User or the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Corey the Upple was played by special guest Alex Nichols. Check out Alex's podcast, Destination Passport. Or if you're in Denver, Colorado, he performs regularly at Rise Comedy. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production, made possible by supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. People like Todd Voss, Tyler Meyer, Tim Watson, Story... Molly Haycock, parentheses, I promise that's my real name and not a joke. Your Honor, prosecution suggests that it's both. Moving on, Serpentine, Evan Castro, Vivi with a heart who says thanks for the continued laughs, guys and gals and non-binary pals. Lindsay Mistretta, Destiny Sanders, Dr. Bradley, Sergio, Kristen Ammons, and a supporter who writes, Thank my sister, Molly Morris. This podcast means the world to us, gave us comfort and laughs in a really dark time. Now, you know it's difficult for me to recognize that this production may be of any value, so I'll just say nothing. Patrons get ad-free episodes, the entire back catalog, including all previous spin-offs, well-received and otherwise, and at least two new bonus episodes each month. Here's a clip of the most recent bonus episode where Chant records an album. Okay, so Arnie, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to say the lyric, and then you're going to repeat it, and then okay. I'm going to move on to the next lyric. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> two little buttholes. Two little Butthole. Perfect little butthole. Perfect little butthole. And be right on my tail. Is that a lyric? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Why are you interrupting? No, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Ah, fuck. Okay. From the- Be right on your tail. Thank you. Let's take it from the top. Okay. Two little buttholes. Perfect little buttholes. Puckered little buttholes. Be right on my tail. Be right on my tail. Ooh, I like that. I wish people listening to the album could see the hand gestures that we are making while we're doing this. They're so serpentine. Oh boy, that was something that occurred in linear time. To hear the rest and learn more about supporting the show, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adel Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. This episode edited by Stefan Dranger. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Ugh. Okay, I did all the credits and even sat through that Patreon clip. I did my part. I want answers. All right, all right. I've been working on getting our team director down here to explain everything, but he's been delayed. You said a few weeks ago that the listeners of this podcast are evil? I don't know if I'd call it evil. It's more like an immense destructive force. Immense? How many people are we talking about? Just one, and it's not a person exactly. We're doing all this work to intro this podcast and there's only one listener? Yes. We call it Hank. That seems right. See, the podcast distracts that force, makes it believe that it's a person. And then the world building in the podcast triggers the world building in Hank. While listening to the podcast, the force believes that the rest of its life exists. And that stops it from what? Uh, it, It doesn't stop it. It delays it. Uh, but, you know, if it gets here, it'll probably just destroy us all. That sounds made up. The director does a much better job of explaining all of it, but basically we're trying to trap a god with the most powerful thing we could think of. Content.
like someone eating. Ah, oh, right now I get it. Arnie, are you eating Cory? No, I'm not eating. It, although it does sound like someone's eating apple. Here, lift up the tablecloth. <gasps> what? Oh, fuck, Cory. Uh, no, no. This isn't what it looks like. Um, it looks like you're eating another apple. I would no. I mean, uh, I'm giving. My granny, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. She's old and... Oh, Corey. Grab him! (laughs) Ah! I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th. 